Your fever is high and the pressure to log in at work is too. But when you finally decide to take care of you, there's Instacart. Just because that one perfect coworker of yours is attending all meetings, camera on while she's sneezing, coughing, and aching, doesn't mean you have to do the same. Take it from us. Trying to stay on top of things will only get you further behind. Instead, get everything from tissues and teas to cough suppressants and comforting soups delivered through Instacart in as fast as 30 minutes. If anyone needs anything, they can just redirect their questions to that one perfect coworker. Worker of yours. Celebrate and save at Ashley's anniversary sale with Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases and shop top mattress brands like Stearns and Foster, Temper Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60 month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval, no minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Welcome in, John Dickinson, Matt Steinmetz, our Warriors Weekly Podcast here for 95.7 The Game. And Steiny, let, let's jump right into it. Uh, Warriors and Celtics, we're, we're coming off of this game, but uh, I just want to hit you with something right off the top as the Warriors end up losing in overtime, 121 to 118 to the Celtics, a game where they didn't trail in the second half at all. It ends up tied late. And I, I think you know the big picture components of this thing moving forward you know did, did that game show you that the Warriors have it and are still contenders or did it show you more that they still have a way to go because you can say they played well but they didn't win the game and now they're under 500 again and as you've mentioned many times really unable to get off the hamster wheel of the bottom group of the Western Conference and so I'm I'm more left with at some point you got you got to actually win some of these games consistently if you're going to be considered back or or a true contender. For sure. I mean, I see a team that the reason I don't know if they're back or not is because I don't know how it feels to you, but this team feels so much if if, if you think of this as a championship team, you know, the one that's going to win their fifth. And that's the goal. To me, this team is so different than any of the other four teams. They, they're further away than any of those other four teams were at this point. And the only thing that's given anybody hope, there's two things. One is the past of what these champions have done. And two is what's going on in the Western Conference with the standings. But but other than that, J.D., I, I mean, I see, you know, I see a big a big three that's that's still really good but not where they were three or four years ago. And then they, they've just got they, – they've got a lot of guys who when they put them into the game, you, you don't really know what to expect. And they, they definitely played hard last night. And I think that's been one of the biggest issues is the, the more I take a step away, J.D., thinking about how they won it last year, it all came together – I almost feel like we should have known they weren't going to get off to a good start. You know what I mean? Like we should have known that it's also January 20th and we're beyond halfway through the season. So this is a little bit more than a, than a bad start. No doubt. But here's the other thing. Let let me just throw this at you. And, and it's just a feeling I have NBA players have a better sense of when their backs are against the wall than like fans. Like I truly believe that that, for the Warriors, like Draymond and Kurt, it's it's kind of like at the All-Star break. You know what I mean? They'll go to the All-Star break, then they come back, and 
then they're going to try to put it all together. And if it doesn't happen, then they're in trouble. But I agree that the problem is we're basing it on the we're basing it on the past when we know it happened, when we know they did it. And I'm it's is it within the realm of possibility? Yeah, but everything I've seen this year leads me to believe they're they're not going to be able to run this table and win it all. And that's really what the goal was. Well, and that's fine if you want to wait around until the the second half or or post all-star break. You you know what, Warriors, you've sure. earned that right, but don't be 25 and 30 and tell me you're a championship contender. And and that's the right. thing that I keep coming back to. And I think last night's a perfect example. And and I want to get to what you mentioned about playing hard consistently because I think that is a thousand percent the the most legitimate issue that the Warriors have had. But but I just look at last night and they they played really well for three quarters. They competed. You know, Steph had a bad fourth quarter. He had a really good first three quarters. They they got contributions from Jordan Poole. I thought Jordan Poole was defending. I mean, the Celtics yeah. to me look like a more favorable matchup than they used to. It's almost as if, and I know the Celtics won the game last night, but it's almost as if the Warriors do have a little something on them. They they know how to play against them. Maybe they're a little bit in their in their head. You know, whatever it is, yeah. they they tend to hold Tatum down for whatever reason. Clay Thompson and Jordan Poole are less exposed against the Celtics, which gives the the Warriors an, an advantage. I think the Warriors get juiced being able to play in TD Garden because it's such yeah. a great atmosphere that they can't they don't have to manufacture anything to to kind of get them up for for that night. And so I think they you know they played with more of a purpose, but they also played eight guys. They, you know, Kerr went full playoff mode, really more yeah, than they, even playoff mode last night. Right. They went after it. They had a chance to get it. You got Curry playing 43, Poole playing 43, Clay playing 36 before he fouls out. Wiggins played 40, and they don't win the game. And the Celtics, for the most part, were terrible, and the Warriors, for the most part, were good, but yet the final six, seven minutes plus overtime is enough to flip the game. And now, again, Steiny, they're under 500, and they're going to play Cleveland where right. they're probably not going to have at least Clay Thompson, maybe multiple starters because they went so hard the night before right. that it might cost them two games. And, and so the fix for the Warriors is bring that level of intensity that they brought last night in Boston. But the reality is it's going to be impossible for them to replicate right. that tonight because they're not going to have the same team. And they've proven all year that they don't and aren't going to bring that level of intensity against lesser opponents. If they did, they'd probably be, you know, they'd probably be 26 and 18 or something like that. And we'd all be talking about everything being fine, but they've been incapable or defiant as to, as right. to doing it this season, one or the other. Right. Exactly. And the one thing that I was, that I did put some numbers together since Curry's back. So Curry's played five games since he's been back. Back. Tonight's going to be six. And to me, there's two things about Steph Curry that make him special. Like when he's back, he's back. You know what I mean? Like when he's back, he's Steph Curry usually. But more than that, when he's back, they win. They win. And they're two and three since he came back. And they and tonight is going to be a bear. They lose tonight. Now 
now they're two and four with Steph Curry back. That's a little bit alarming. Now his, num- his shooting numbers are, you know, got off to a great start, gets hurt. His shooting numbers are down a little since he's been back. 34% from three, 42 field. But again, it's it's that they're two and three in those games. Last night was a game that if it were a playoff, if it truly were a playoff game, they would have won. They've won they won that they've they're 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 twenty-two and two in those kind of games during their run. You know what I mean? But sure. they but they lost and and the, and the ones they, they haven't won have been when they're on three zero in a series. Right. Exactly. Exactly. And and I mean I thought both teams played hard, but I, I, I did not think Boston played that well. And here we go. You know, you're right. Now they got to go to Cleveland. Gonna be a tough one. Gonna be a tough one against Cleveland. Now they're two and four with Steph Curry since he's been back. They keep pushing the ball down the road. Keep, keep pushing it, uh, whatever they call it, kicking the can down the road. Well, and then they're two under. And here's the thing everybody can talk about the West. And, and yeah, I think beyond Denver and Memphis, the West stinks to be perfectly honest. Now, I don't know if that makes you feel better about the Warriors or worse. I know that's something I told you, I think, last week. Uh, You know, in a way, it makes me think a little bit less of the Warriors, to be honest, because I feel like they should be able to cobble together a few more wins than they've been able to, and yet they haven't been able to. But when when you look at, you know, now you're two under, and you gotta you got to ramp it up. Like, you can go from, and the Warriors have been, Throughout January, they've done this a lot. They've actually gained more in the standings when they haven't played than when they have played. They've had a couple of stretches where right. two days off, and they've gone from ninth to sixth just by not playing. And and you know now you look at them, and, and yes, it's all jumbled up, and I don't want to run through everybody, but but they basically went from sixth to ninth just with the one loss. And you know, it, yeah, you can talk about being this close to the four or this close to the three, and and maybe the teams that are up there are not teams that we're used to seeing up there so they're more gettable let's say in the second half right. pelicans or the kings or whatever but you're also at this point steiny a half game from being out and you're two games from being 13th in the west so it, it works both ways when you start talking about oh well there's plenty of time and and it's all jumbled up and one five game winning streak is like, like that's fine when's the five game winning streak gonna happen though and and i think right. that's where the warriors keep dialing it up or trying to and and last night they clearly dialed it up wanted the game played like it coached like it and just and couldn't get it even though they made I give them credit the Celtics I think play poorly it was for the most part that felt like an extension of one of those finals games that the Warriors won yeah I mean I mean no doubt about it and you know to me two things happened last night one is they dialed it up and they lost. Okay. I lost a tough one in Boston. You can rationalize that. But my question then becomes, well, when's the next game they're going to play like that? Because they ain't playing it tonight. And yeah. that's and that's the thing. So they're going to if they lose tonight, they're 22 and 24. I, I think we're we're just underestimating the 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 effort it's going to take. To get to get the forty five and thirty six. Look at how hard they had to work, and I know they were shorthanded, but look at how hard they had to work to beat Charlotte and Utah and Portland on the last homestand. And 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 all, it, there were times where they. Hey, D, that homestand now looking at it could have been three and five. Sure. 
And 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 look, they get credit for it not being that Atlanta, sure. another one. Where, but there were moments in three or four of those games that they won where it looked like, oh, they're going to lose. And and they kept coming and kept coming and kept coming. They played the first five games of the homestand with that intensity that they played with yep. last night. But it also, I think, and part of it was injury, but it also wiped them out for the last three games of the homestand to where they couldn't beat anybody. Right. Even once they started to get guys back, they couldn't beat anybody. So right. that like that is something that I think is 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 a little more uh, fragile, let's say. Uh, what have you? What'd you make of the lineup change? Well, I want, I, it, because that I, I found not surprising. Although, again, Steve, Steve Kerr's been reluctant to do that unless we're talking about the playoffs or the finals. And so is he? Is he hitting a little hitting a little panic button? Like, what well, was your takeaway? Well, here's my takeaway: is one of the things we've heard the whole year. When we start to doubt the Warriors, oh, look at that five-man lineup. Look at the five-man lineup that starts games. Look at the five-man lineup. They're plus this, plus that. They're the best. That's the best five-man lineup in the in the in the league. At least it was three or four weeks ago. I don't know if it is or not. Okay, so then why would you go away with that? Why, why would you not play that lineup if it's the best lineup in the league? You know why? Because it's not the best lineup in the league. And, it, and even if it is. The Warriors think they can put a better lineup out there with Poole. That's really what it means. And, you know, the funny thing is I, I, I was like, when people bring up that five-minute lineup, I'm like, great, that's only 12 minutes a game, the first six minutes of each half, because Looney doesn't play down the stretch. So now maybe that five, you know, it's it's, it's a little bit, uh, what's the word, when it's incongruous. It almost doesn't make sense. Why would you break up that five-man lineup when it's the one thing that everybody's kind of been hanging their hat on all year of see we when we need to we can you know what it made me think of it it made me think of and and this is going to be maybe not add up in your mind but it made me think be, more about moving forward because initially i thought okay this is something that that the warriors did for tonight they feel like it gives them a better chance against boston they wanted to speed the game up have more shooting when the Warriors can get kind of going against the Celtics, the Celtics at times have had trouble keeping up. We saw that last night. Just offensively, they're not sound enough, even though they've got a, a top-ranked offense. But Steve Kerr, after the game, saying he's going to continue to to do it moving forward to use that lineup, that tells me that they feel in the regular season – that they have to just try to outscore. Like, basically almost like, you know what? We're going to forget about trying to fix our defense on the road. We're just going to go out and try to score 120 on the nights where we have everybody and get a couple of stops down the stretch and try to win that game. To me, it's almost, we want to make sure we get the best offensive output out of Jordan Poole we can, the best opportunity to have Clay Thompson and Steph Curry make, with the three of them out there together. Maybe it takes a little bit of the heat off of you know, some of the wear and tear from, from all of this because you have three different guys that can all shoot and score. To me, it was almost big picture, more of a regular season. Let's get through the regular season kind of a move because there's so many teams right now. And, I, you know, I've been watching a lot of the league. There are teams right now that are feasting off of just being good on offense and, and playing a little defense. Like, like Sacramento's a perfect example. They score 125 every single night. And they basically right. give up between 120 and 130 every single night. But you know what you find? You find it 
night in, night out, especially when you're playing teams, some of them who stink, a lot of times you can win with a couple couple defensive plays, score your 125, be clutch about it, and and it's on to the next. And and I wonder, and again, I this this doesn't totally add up with last night because the defense was better, the intensity was better, but I wonder if part of this lineup change for Steve Kerr is just, you know what? For now, let's table the defense and just go try to outscore people because I think this group is going to be more into trying doing that on the road on a consistent basis, and maybe that's a way you can pick off some games against some some lesser opponents once you're facing those lesser opponents. Yeah, I wonder if I wonder if uh, there's also like an ulterior motive, n- not necessarily from Kerr or, or with bad intentions, but. The, 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 the trading deadline is is coming up, and maybe there's something about using this lineup that'll show them something that they're gonna need by the time the trading deadline. And and you know maybe this this is a way of of making it clear we've got to get one more rebounding uh, versatile type guy. You know I, I don't know who that is, or maybe it'll maybe they'll be exposed because. They'll need another six-six type of defender. You know what I mean? But I don't. I can't put that all together. Sure. But you start thinking about, you know, Looney's their only big man, and now they're going away from Looney. You really think you can win it like this, playing for the next three month, three four months? Well, the other part of it is offsetting just some of the center minutes. Like if you if you start and if you don't have a backup center, right? Well. You make Looney the backup center, right? And that's and and rather than going and getting another big, you just for those first six minutes of the game, or even just the first four minutes of the game, because often there'll be a sub around the eight minute mark. You, you just you just play offense, like hey, those four minutes aren't going to kill you. You try to get the three guards into a flow, right? And and, and speed the game up that way, and then if that doesn't work you just then you put you basically are allowing looney to be the backup center it's just it's a way of plugging you know somebody else in and and making up for the fact that you don't have as many bigs i i do want to get into the trade deadline anthony slater the athletic he wrote a, a trade deadline primer preview uh for the warriors there were some good nuggets in there aligned with a lot of what we've talked about as far as do the warriors feel they need to go get a big do the Warriors feel they need to go get a wing and just what they're trying to grapple with as far as the cost of trading a young player versus the type of player that they would get back. Uh, I, there's also a couple of players that come to mind, like everybody, and and I, I can already hear you're going to go do the show with Goo and it's going to be about the, their size and they're not, they, don't, they need a big, they need a big, they need a big. The thing that I keep coming back to, because there, there are a couple, you know, Pirtle's the guy, the name that comes up a lot. Olinick is the other name, two completely different players. But how are either of those guys going to play in the playoffs for the Warriors? Any any level of of significant minutes? I I just don't see it. And if they're not going to be finishing players, which I don't think either one of them would be finishing players in the playoffs, right. how can you justify giving up a young asset for a rental that's not even going to play, you know, that's going to play six minutes a half, maybe in both halves of a, of a playoff game. I, I, to me, it's more about, can you get a four man 
Can you get a wing like a, a four? Basically, can you get an auto porter? Can you get can you get and, and I know that guy doesn't exist, but it right. but to me that's the you need somebody that you can put out there instead of Anthony Lamb or instead of Jonathan Kaminga that's more that, that does a little bit of what both of them do but is more trusted in the playoffs. That's the ninth guy that they're looking for, the eighth guy basically that they're looking for if you count DiVincenzo and Poole. Yeah, and, you know, just adding to that, you know, you're talking mostly on the court. The The problem with Pirtle is you can't pay him. So, or you're not going to pay him. So he's going to really come here for two or three months and you might have to give up something you like or even a draft pick. And... Uh, I think Olympics got one, one more year. Three, yeah, then a three-year guarantee next year. You're not going to really want to, or he's a, he's got three million guaranteed next year if I you let they, him go. Yes, yes. So it's essentially, you're you're getting two players, neither of whom are going to be part of your long-term future, and you're going to have to give up a guy who, whether you think he's good or not was part of the Warriors' long-term future. You know, I think that's another thing that's happened. This kind of just popped up off my off the top of my head, you know, when it, when it, we get to looking at players. I, I think it's fair to say at this point that the three that the three guys are behind, that Moody, Wiseman, and Kaminga are behind. And now it's starting to – they're starting to have to pay the piper for that. Moody didn't you know play I mean? last night, Steiny. He didn't play at all. Incredible. And he was supposed to be this heady guy. Uh, he's going to be the eighth man this year. And then he's going to be a 10-year starter in the NBA. Like, you know what I mean? This, this game, the games are long. The season's long. Guys get figured out. Then they have to adjust. They get exposed. And they've got to improve to get less exposed. But, I mean, you think about this, J.D., is, and, and there were people that thought James Wiseman was going to be able to help this team maybe even start in his first year, his first year after three games of Memphis at Memphis. And now what we're looking at, J.D., is he's he will not have done anything for three years because even if he comes back now in, in a week or two, he – he Not going to be a factor. He's not well, going to like, – let's just be honest. He's but, a but factor. But especially in the playoffs – like, he's going to play in the playoffs under three conditions. A blowout, desperation, foul trouble, or they're down 18 midway through the second quarter and Kerr goes to James Wiseman just to see if something happens. That's the only time he's playing. He's not going to play 12 to 15 minutes a night in every game. There's just – he can't get there from here that quickly you know what I mean you can't no I I agree like I've I've essentially written him off at this point for for this season and Kaminga has to be careful in with that game now too no doubt because because we're going to get to a point where it won't be the playoffs but they got to win so then Kerr's really going to get tight I I think they trust Kaminga right now in the role that they carved out for him before he got hurt which is ball pressure defense don't try to do too much on offense and and just play with a lot of energy and i think they can deal with some fouling because he's not going to be out there enough to to really have him being in foul trouble matter but i i think they 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 like him in a pseudo it's a pseudo 
Gary Payton light, Gary Payton, the second light kind of a role. I still think though, you need one more guy because, you know, if you want a pencil, if pool six, if DiVincenzo seven, and I, I think they can offset a little bit of what Peyton did with some of the ball pressure with DiVincenzo and certain matchups. Like he, I think he's a playoff player. He looked very yeah. comfortable last night. He has night. to be. So he's seven. Even if Kaminga's eight, you still need a nine because there's no nine. Like a- a- Anthony Lamb would be nine right now. Anthony Lamb might be eight right now, and Kaminga nine. We're, you know, doesn't matter. That's insignificant. But what I'm getting at is. You need you need one more guy. I want to ask you about. I wanted to get into this name popped up this morning, uh, and and again, this is a big and not a four man. Serge Ibaka uh, popped up this morning. Uh, Shams with the report that he just hasn't been playing with the Bucks, and they've got Lopez and they've got Portis, and he's just not playing, and he's frustrated, and and basically he went to them. It sounds like and said. I, you know, can you do something for me? And they said, okay, we will. We'll, we'll, so the, apparently they're just going to sit him down and try to trade him. Uh, I think he'd be a real good fit for the Warriors. I also think, kind of like Jay Crowder, there's no way in hell the Bucks yeah. are letting him get to the Warriors. That's what I – That's there, there's three guys out there that now I've heard. Crowder, um, Serge Ibaka, and even Peyton Pritchard. So oh, He's a little guard. But but let's just let's just say let's just talk about Pritchard for a minute. Why would you ever trade with Boston for Pritchard? Because either a like that means they don't think he's very good. Clearly, but I'm sorry, you're not trading a guy to a team you may end up with in the fi- against in the finals. No like, doubt, they, you're just not going to do that. So I, I don't see it. I don't see. It. I wouldn't do that if I'm Milwaukee. No, no chance. I'm not helping the Warriors. And and you know what? And this is where, honestly, this is where the Warriors do get penalized because of their greatness and the fact that teams are scared of them. Like I don't think the I think the Warriors are in a little bit of trouble. I'm I, I you know I'm having trouble seeing how they get to the finals. So if I'm if that's the way I'm thinking as a GM of another team, I ain't giving them anything. No doubt. Nothing. So it, it's fragile right now. I, again, that, this right. is the other part of where the Warriors are at. You know, we talk about, hey, they still got it. They still got it. But this is very much similar to where they were at the beginning of December, where they were starting to figure it out. Right. And they were two games over 500. But then the injuries hit and the injuries basically sent them into a survival mode for the entire month of of December and into January. Like they, they're not winning enough right now. At some point, I keep coming. The regular season has to matter, and I get it. Like they tried to win last night. I'm not right. like sometimes you try to win and you bust your ass, and you don't win like that. But you got to deal with the consequences of that. And the point is, at some point, like they are. Well, what if Draymond Green all of a exactly. sudden misses two weeks? Like how? That's exactly, and, and that's and where. You're, and you're no closer to 500, let's say after tonight, than you were coming off of that horrible road trip when you had to get home and and needed to run, you know, run off some wins shorthanded. Like at some point, you can't just be in salvage mode. You have to be in go mode. And I think the Warriors have tried to get into go mode this month and just haven't had the success that they have needed to have. And now they're in a dangerous position again, where 
that's the thing. And that's the thing that I think the, the, that some fans are losing a little bit of sight on is that it, it's not that they can't turn it on. They, they probably can turn it on, if you and, know what I mean. And by the way, breaking a little bit of breaking news oh. here on the podcast, as we talked about, uh, the Warriors are punting tonight in Cleveland. Steph Curry, Draymond Green, Andrew Wiggins, and Clay Thompson all will not play in Cleveland. Last game of a five-game road trip, went OT in Boston last night. Uh, that via the, the injury report uh, that was just wow. released. So, so, and, so, so this one turned into two. Exactly. And this is kind of what I mean. It's not that the Warriors, they're 22 and 24. It's not that they can't rip off uh, nine of 13 and get the three or four games above uh, 500 and then settle into a six spot. The problem is nobody's accounting for well, what if it goes the other way? What if, what if Draymond Green does get nicked up and he's going to miss 10 games? He's going to miss three weeks. You know, eight to ten, like, then they're in trouble. You know what I mean? Then it's trouble. It's not, oh, well, now we got to maintain. No, 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 no. No, no, no. You didn't do your work early, and now you're That's actually it. in danger of not making the playoffs. And, wow. I mean, wow. It's, it, it's expected. I mean, I it was I, I made note of it last night. I mean, you can't have those three of your starters – playing over 40 and then think you're going to come back in because there's no guarantee tonight you chase tonight. There's no guarantee you even win tonight because you're, because you're playing Cleveland. So uh, we'll, we'll wrap it on that note uh, and, and reconvene next week. But uh, the Warriors have a, a hill to climb. Cause I think it's hard to, hard to think they're going to get anything done tonight against Cleveland uh, without yep. the main four uh, core players. Steiny, Thanks a lot. Talk All to you right, next man. week. Yes, sir. Celebrate and save at Ashley's Anniversary Sale. With Hot Buys, your choice of color starting at just $3.99. Ashley Sleep Mattresses starting at $2.50. Plus, receive a free adjustable base with select mattress purchases. And shop top mattress brands like Stearns & Foster, Tempur-Pedic, Purple, and Beautyrest Black with 60-month special financing only at Ashley. Subject to credit approval. No minimum purchase required. Minimum monthly payment, down payment, tax, and delivery may be required. See store for details. Old man winter here. If I had it my way, it would stay winter all year long. Short days, wind chill, black ice and a good polar vortex. Oh, <laughs> heaven. Wait, is it getting warm in here? Your cold snap is over, old man winter. Spring has arrived. Spring. Spring is here, which means it's the perfect time to get away in the Hyundai you've always wanted. Visit the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event, where you can get great deals on all of our award-winning Hyundai models, like the tech-filled Tucson and Kona, as as well as the spacious Palisade. Enjoy wherever you go with the peace of mind that comes with America's best warranty and three years or 36,000 miles of complimentary maintenance. But hurry in. These deals won't last. Add more joy to your journey at the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Now get 0% APR or up to 1,500 bonus cash on the Hyundai Tucson. Now, during the Hyundai Getaway Sales Event. Offers end soon. Call 562-314-4603 for details. How powerful is Cox Internet? Powerful enough to let your band members in Vegas, Phoenix, and Rhode Island jam like you're all in the same garage. 
Get Cox Internet powered by fiber with America's fastest download speeds. It's Internet built for tomorrow, today. Cox, always building better. Cox Internet is connected to the premises via coaxial connection. Speeds vary and are not guaranteed. Cox terms and other restrictions may apply. Analysis by Ookla speed test intelligence data. Fixed median download speeds. USQ3 2023.